0: Good morning and welcome to Etsy Studios. We're so glad you are joining us today for um, an episode that we believe each uh, will help each one of us become more in tune with the Holy Spirit, as I hope all episodes do. But today as we chat, I pray that each one of us has uh, gained a fresh perspective into our feelings. Yes, our feelings and how to handle them.
1: so much for joining us here at FC Studios season two, episode seven. Uh, yeah. So today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite things, feelings. Feelings. So super excited, but no, I'm just kidding. But really we're going to talk about kind of, you know, how they affect us. Um, you know, what to do with your emotions, how to handle them. Um, so if you're watching, make sure you comment, you know, we love to hear your thoughts. We Mm -hmm. we love to know that you are. We want
0: to know your feelings.
1: Sure. Yes. (laughs) We absolutely want to know your feelings. Um, no, but seriously, we do. We'd love to hear from you and love to know that you're watching even if you just hit it like or share or drop a comment. Um, but, you know, it, you it could, helps you. Hold
0: on, I'm sorry. You could drop an emoji of what you're feeling right this minute. All right. Yeah, yeah. that would be an interesting little bit in the comments.
1: Smiley face. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, we love to hear from you and uh, we would love for you to be part of the discussion as well.
0: Yeah, I think when Brad and I were um, talking about what we should talk about. And I said, Oh, I think we should talk about feelings. Um, I think he like maybe rolled his eyes and got a feeling of like disgust over (laughs) dislike talking about feelings. Um, but I think this is like a pretty natural thing. I think that men don't typically like to be super expressive with their feelings. Um, that they don't like, even when they express them, they don't necessarily want to talk about their feelings. Um, whereas women, oftentimes, not all of them, but oftentimes are more um, open about their feelings and more expressive with them and less shut off about their feelings yeah. but I feel like we all go through times like in seasons where we're a little more open and a little more shut off I know there were times when I was like completely numb to feelings and emotion um and then there were times that I was overly emotional yeah well, I also think you might get more yeah. emotional with age for
1: example like your mom right now is watching and she is all over the place with she's her emotions lying, of- she's lying she's crying <laughs> laughing
0: she's real happy and she's feeling awful loud
1: yeah so um yeah, but yeah. I would agree that, you know, most of the time men tend to T- keep their emotions a little closer. Um,
0: you know, we're them, raising you know. three boys, and I don't want my boys to be emotionally, like, um, ignorant. Yeah. Right? And okay. so, um, and like, I don't want them to be like, not know how to identify what they're feeling. Yeah. And so we try to be really um, verbal about our feelings. Yeah. So identifying what they're feeling. Oh, I'm feeling anger right now, or I'm feeling sad, well, well, which just, sounds sort of cheesy. But they're gonna marry a woman someday, and I don't want them to go into their marriage and like have emotional issues because they don't know how to identify their feelings.
1: Sure. And let's be honest, like especially with Jackson and Colin, like their emotions are all over the place well, right now. You know, that, it, teenager, change, preteen, right? With
0: their season, they're, they're yeah. preteen and teenager, and whew, those emotions are special. Yeah. Pray for us. We're in special times. With Absolutely, Chris said, "I can't wait to hear Brad talk about his feelings." Well, hey, that's hey what we're here it's for. a once in a lifetime experience that we're putting on here for everyone to see and hear. Yeah, so moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I, I think that it's important that we understand our feelings, that we can yeah. express them, that we can um identify them, and we'll talk more about this in in a minute. <clears> but um. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's important that we talk about our, we yeah. talk about our feelings, even if we just talk about it on here for a, a quick minute.
1: Yeah, and, you know, uh, to me, one of the hardest things about uh, emotions is actually having to address them, you know? And it's one thing to have emotions and deal with your emotions internally. Morgan's laughing at me, No, that, but, no,
0: I'm not laughing uh, at you, I promise. Go ahead.
1: But in reality, you know, like addressing those feelings is, is difficult uh, in, in many times, you know, just... Um, you know just like one of the five senses that uh, if they were hurt or not functioning correctly uh, you know we go see a doctor uh, the same is true with our with our feelings with our heart you know we if something's wrong um, if we have a question about you know how we're feeling or what we're feeling you know we should be willing and able to talk to someone that kind yes. of understands it
0: yeah I think that's a really good point like if um, if my sight is not right I go see the eye doctor because it's one of my five senses and feelings we should be able to, not just our physical feelings, but yeah. our emotional feelings, the yeah. ones that move our heart and our mind, we need to um, be able to adjust those and address those yeah. when they're not right or when they're hurt. Sure. Um, my mom commented, I, I feel I feel like Morgan is ready for fall. You want to know how I know she's drinking out of a fall mug. This is the mug that was here and it says blessed, so it's real spiritual. Yeah. And I'm, I'm drinking my hibiscus tea right now. Um, and it does make me feel real, feel real good inside drinking my hides. I do love fall though, and I am—I have the feels, come, come August, I'm ready for summer to be over and feel like it should be fall already, so.
1: Well, it's 100 degrees outside right now, so <laughs> we're not quite there. Not there. Um, but, you know, going back to, yeah. uh, you know, talking about going to the doctor and stuff, I mean, I think it's um, just the same, like some people, the second that they start to feel bad, want to go to the doctor like want to get it figured out you know so some people as soon as they begin to have emotions like they want to talk about them they want mm-hmm. to work it out and then there's other people that are like eh, my legs broke I don't need to go to the doctor it'll heal you so eventually. does this mean
0: someone could be an emotional hypochondriac
1: sure that's what I don't know what be. that looks yes, like But absolutely. maybe it
0: could be emotional hypochondriac. no I think that we too, um, too often don't see our emotional feelings in a, such a practical way so sure. we just ignore them or we trust them way too much and we we let them guide our heart yeah. and um we have we have feelings about people around us we have feelings about um uh, situations and decisions and we have these um, emotions and feelings that come with decisions we have to make and how we feel about someone and we and those emotions guide our heart and we have to be careful to not let not let our feelings and our emotions guide our heart because when we do that our heart can um can fail us the script jeremiah um 17 9 says the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cursed who can understand it we must be cautious that we do not let our heart deceive us because we allowed our heart to be moved by what we feel um so i think that we have to be so careful like mm-hmm. that we are not um i read more than anyway sorry but we have to just be careful that we don't let our heart be moved by what we feel because yeah. we can feel all kinds of things like like i was so read like well two things about our heart that i had read one is that it changes our heart changes so what we feel changes and it can change our heart our heart can be so fickle and it is sinful we are you know we are sinful people and our heart can be sinful so we have to be so careful yeah. and i was equated to this like i really like mexican food like my taste loves mexican food but my taste changes so mm-hmm. tomorrow i might like italian food or the next day i might want, like want sushi all the time yeah. and our heart and our emotions can be the same way they can be all over the place so if we're not careful we're like we let it our emotions dictate what our heart should feel and then we make decisions based off of that which is not healthy yeah. but on the counter, of proverbs 3 3 5 and 6 says trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understandings and all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path so it's really counteracting this idea of like we don't let our heart deceive us. We don't put all of our trust in our heart. We put our trust. We put all of our heart into God, yeah. whom we trust. And um, and I think too often we're like, I feel so emotional about something, and we let that make a decision. I think we see this a lot in marriages, um, with divorce. Like I don't, I don't love them anymore. You, like I fell out of love with them because. We feel like love is something we should feel it all the time when love is more than a feeling it's an action it's yeah. something that we do and so we have to be careful that our feelings and our emotions don't dictate our our right. heart and we shouldn't put our whole heart into trusting um into trusting what like we should put our whole heart into trusting god and not letting our feelings dictate what our heart should tell right. us to to do yeah
1: and so uh you know we're, we We'll have some practical tips, mm-hmm. um, but today we pretty much just gonna kind of walk through with you kind of how this came about, and it was really just, you know, we were having a conversation, mm-hmm. and so we just wanted to walk through our conversation with you.
0: Yeah, and so we were we went back and forth on feelings and emotions and discernment and what that looks like, and literally, you know, we're gonna walk through this very discussion that we had yeah. um, like my 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 scratch notes here of things that we were discussing and um one of the first things that came to mind when we were discussing feelings and emotions is we too often equate feeling with god moving
1: Mm
0: -hmm. we equate this emotional um thing that happens inside of us with god moving so if we don't feel emotional and inside Mm -hmm. then we can if we're not careful we will think that God is not moving right Um, specifically growing up in a charismatic Pentecostal church that if you weren't moved overcome with emotion every time then it was like oh God didn't move Mm -hmm. and that's not the case because there were plenty of seasons in my life where I stood in church and wasn't brought to tears and my heart didn't pound and my stomach didn't get butterflies in my stomach and things like that but God was still moving Mm -hmm. and it was a choice I had to make to continue to worship even trust trust in God, not my heart, right. that he was still moving even when I didn't feel yeah. feel it all right. the time. Um, and so that leads me to this question, are we willing to, are we willing to obey? Are we willing to trust? Are we willing to worship? Are we willing to continue to pray and serve even when we don't feel, feel it? Yeah. Even when yeah. our emotions and our feelings aren't all in because and it causes our heart to be like a little bit hesitant yeah um, are we still willing to do all these things that God's asked us to right. even when we don't feel it
1: yeah and we're, you know we're also creatures of habit so like if we have you know this awesome experience with the Lord one time you know then that's kind of what we tend to expect to happen every other time right. so like if God moved this way once mm-hmm. you know then that's kind of we remember that that feeling you know mm-hmm. that, that feeling that's kind of like ingrained in us and so then we seek that feeling again not necessarily seek the move of God or see right. God but we seek the feeling that we got when God moved and so right. um, yeah it's very important like you said to trust that like regardless of what we're feeling that God is moving
0: yeah. yeah because I mean the reality is is we walk by faith and not by sight and sight is one of our five natural senses yeah. and walking by faith is a very spiritual sense and so when we walk by faith and not by sight, sight you know we see something we're moved with like when i see brad i you know i'm like attracted to him i moved with emotion right but we i can see things out there that look great and wonderful and i can be moved with emotion but i can see all great job opportunity or a great you know a house for sale or something and i can be like emotional about it but i have to walk by faith and not by what i see because i have to trust what god has in store not what i see with my physical eyes and so um, we have to that happens when we are super emotional or not emotional at all like our feelings are up or down we have to really walk by faith and not by sight because our emotions move to our heart and then our heart can deceive us and so then the other thing we we kind of were like okay so we talked about that but then we moved to discernment my question was like what is the difference between feeling and discernment and so i know that um our we say this a lot of people in our church staff say this especially when we are just you know we're discerning people because the holy spirit gives us gifts and one of those gifts is discernment and he helps us develop that that um that thing and that the holy spirit develops that in us but often we say i feel like when we are discerning something yeah. and not that that's wrong at all but we have to be i think so we, the question was raised what's the difference between feeling and discernment yeah. and um
1: well i mean yeah you know when we believe that God is speaking to us oftentimes it's easier to say oh I feel like mm-hmm. God is saying this um because it's, it's more comfortable you right. know if if it's if, the, if it doesn't hit the room right or if something doesn't respond the right way then it's just you know oh I feel like God is and rather than you know saying you know God spoke this to my heart um you know maybe it applies to you that you know that might be a better way of saying it rather mm-hmm. than saying like i feel like god is saying something but uh you know discernment is is really the ability to to judge well is what the what the definition is yeah um you know in a christian context it's um perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding
0: right so i think that that christian well if you take the first definition of discernment it's the ability to judge well to like look at something and be able to tell whether it's where does it fall on a scale of right or wrong, good to bad, ethical or not? That right. sort of thing. So we discern, we judge well. But also in the Christian context, like it says, perception in the absence of judgment with the view of obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. Yeah. And I think that that's where discernment differs from feelings yeah. because feelings and emotions can tell us, oh, this is how you should respond and act. But discernment really dives into the spiritual guidance forces us to really tune into the holy spirit and have the holy spirit tell us you might be feeling like you love someone but that's really just lust let me help you discern the two and judge and seek my spiritual guidance so that you know the difference between the two
1: yeah and and that even comes into play in just like random situations where you may walk into a room and and see someone and you may just think oh you may just have this random thought, thought about this person. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality, that may be God speaking to you. You know That may be mm-hmm. discernment. Like discerning, you know, there is something spiritually off about this but,
0: person. Or, or this situation, that sort of thing. And we have to be able to, um, like, I think it's like friendships or people or situations. Mm-hmm. You may feel like you want to stay or you may feel like you can't leave. But that feeling has to be over. Like it has to be overridden by or over by the Holy Spirit in through His spiritual guidance, and so you know, what is your idea between uh, like between feeling and discernment? How do you let go of your feelings and really seek discernment yeah. in situations? Uh, I think that's a, a thing that everybody kind of works out differently with the Holy Spirit, but it is important that we recognize that sometimes our feelings are not accurate, right. but the Holy Spirit's discernment that He speaks to us is what can override our feelings.
1: Right. Yeah, and I'll kind of go back to like the verses that you shared just a minute ago, you know, Mm -hmm. talking about the heart being deceitful, but yet at the same time we're supposed to trust in the Lord with all our heart, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, while those things seem to be in conflict, but like if we trust all of our emotions, Mm -hmm. all of our feelings, all of our thoughts, thoughts. Like if we trust everything that we have to God, um, then you know, the things that are right, the things that are pure, the things that are true are going to come back to us, and that's mm-hmm. to me. That's kind of how you judge. Like, what is what is discernment, or what is a feeling that I shouldn't have? Yeah. What is a feeling that I should have? It is when we place them up against the Word of God, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then judge. Yeah, uh, you know what the response is.
0: Yeah. So the question is: This is does the Holy Spirit tell you when you're experiencing a wrong feeling? Um, does can you receive the correction from Him when He's like, <clears throat> Oh, you're you're experiencing anger when you really sh- when you really should be experiencing grief or things like that? I mean, does does the Holy Spirit correct you or help you? Do you lean on the Holy Spirit to help you identify what you're feeling and is it right or wrong and and allow the Holy Spirit to discern within you the right emotion? Because yeah. if we don't identify the right emotions, then we kind of live in turmoil because if we're grieving and we don't know that that's the emotion that we're truly feeling, the Holy Spirit doesn't tell us that, then we can never move past where we are. Yeah. And so does the Holy Spirit tell you, um, you're experiencing the right or wrong yeah. feeling and so that we can help discern the situations right. in.
1: simply the answer to that is yes absolutely the holy spirit will, uh, will let you right? know mm-hmm. you know if you're experiencing if the emotion that you're experiencing is good or not or right. positive or mm-hmm. not uh, but i think the hard thing is yeah. responding appropriately yeah. you hearing know, so, and responding appropriately yeah especially mm-hmm. like in the midst of a situation you know when, when there's like anxiety or pressure or anger like. You know, just real life situations, responding properly in that moment to the yeah. Holy spirit is a hard thing because it's super easy to go back and look at a situation and say, "Oh mean, I was like, oh, I was feeling super angry at that moment and mm-hmm. I acted out." It's easy to go back and look at it that way, but it's—it's mm-hmm. it's not as easy in the moment to identify that and then and to stop and change.
0: Yeah, I think that that's uh, a really good point. And when we allow the Holy Spirit to help us with our emotions and our feelings then it keeps us you know people are often if they're like they think they're not supposed to be angry but God didn't say it's not to be tell us not to be angry he told us not to sin in our anger so I think what happens is there's been times that I've been really angry and moved past it and then there's been times I've been angry and it was like anger burned in my heart and those are the times when I didn't allow the Holy Spirit to say oh you're angry like I didn't heed the Holy Spirit in him and him say oh you're feeling angry right now Let's not let this go to our heart and be sinful in that action. Yeah. And um, that's—I think—that's a really good example of allowing the Holy Spirit to really speak to the emotion and the feeling that you're having, so that you stay on the right path and you don't do something you shouldn't yeah. in the in the moment when you're experiencing that. Um, and then we were, as we were discussing this, we kind of went through like we started talking about different. This is one of my favorite things to do. I don't know if you like to do this. I encourage you to if you um, if you don't because. Well, it's one of my favorite things to do, but when I'm talking about a topic, I like to go through my memory of the Bible, go through, like I'll even sometimes turn through, just turn through the Bible really quickly, um, and look at pages and, and jog my memory of stuff, but I like to identify things in the Bible, different scenarios from front to back of, um, people in the Bible who experienced or situations in the Bible. And so we kind of did this, um we went through the bible and talked about different scenarios and we can't go through all of them because their feelings and emotions are everywhere in the bible um but we went through and thought about very key things that um that where emotions were um, high Mm -hmm. where emotions could have gone led somebody astray or into a different situation and so we're going to share a few of those a few of those thoughts Mm -hmm. um with you so one of the first ones um, we talked about was Hagar. Um, Hagar was in a you know really tough situation with Abraham and Sarah, and she was feeling very vulnerable, I and mean, she was feeling really she was feeling very sad is what I think she was feeling and lost and um, and we real we know later we feel she we find out she was feeling very unseen, um, but she goes to the wilderness and she's all in her emotions and she runs away. She does something pretty rash and she runs away and I get it like I probably would have wanted to run away if I was in her situation too she runs to the wilderness and there in the wilderness God speaks to her and he speaks to her emotion he knows that she is feeling unseen and he speaks to he says I'm the God who sees you I'm Elroy I'm the God who sees you and so God's not scared of our emotions he's not he wasn't afraid of Hagar's emotions, but she brought them. She ran to the wilderness. She does this twice. She runs to the wilderness and she brings who she is to God and what she's feeling and experiencing. She doesn't try to hide it like it's not there. And he speaks to what she's feeling. But here's the key is he asked her to go back to where she was and whether she whether she felt like what he spoke to her sustained her and it was, you know, in my book, I talk about life shakes this but God's goodness sustains us. He spoke good words to her that sustained her so she could go back. But even there I can't imagine, like when I've been hurt by people and God healed my heart over that hurt it didn't mean I wanted to go hang out <laughs> with them all the time yeah. but that's basically what God asks her to do. Yeah. And and so um, that was one particular situation mm-hmm. where we felt like emotions were really running high yeah. and God spoke to emotions there. Yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. I think we tend to read the bible um in certain ways you know we tend to put um characters in the bible on like a pedestal Mm -hmm. as if they're not like real people as if they're like these they're they're either like super villainous or they're like holier than thou with no emotion and things like that but like god created emotion like Mm -hmm. he he gave us emotions and like jesus experienced emotions and there's emotion all over the bible I mean,
0: yeah. like Another one we talked about. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Was Elijah? You, ta- yeah. you, you talked about Elijah. You want to expound
1: on him a little bit? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we, you know, we were just talking about. You know, he went from this super high um, feeling and you know, emotion. Of calling down of fire. And like, you know, think like, think of the emotion and like all of the everything that was going through his mind when he like called down so fire. So much power and like. And, like yeah, and I mean, like, like, I mean, boom and like burnt up just like that. Like, can you just imagine? But then he goes to this super low place and 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 like you know, he's just like regretting life in general at at that Mm. point, you know, and and I think it's often like that we go from, you know, emotional highs to emotional lows like very quickly, you know, it's like an emotional roller coaster. Um you know, but but, no, go ahead, finish. But like, you know, God God gave us emotions. We just simply have and I say simply, but like (laughs) we just have to learn how to um to navigate those properly
0: right yeah um you know a couple of other quick examples are you know you talked about elijah um another quick example is um job mm-hmm. i mean no, I, I will get to job i meant okay. jonah and okay. jonah was like ticked off. he was a like, real angry about what god had asked him to do and then he finally s- submits and goes and does it and then he's real angry about the results from what he did and then he like goes out into the wilderness and wants to die and god's having this conversation with J- jonah out there um Out in the, you know, under a tree, and he's like, What is happening? Like, he didn't understand and didn't like what God was doing, but he was so emotional. And we see this submission of what God called him to do, even when he didn't feel like it. Mm -hmm. But then he still went, he, you know, finished his job and went out and was like, I'm done with this. And he was still very upset. But this is what I think really key is that he continued conversation with God. even in his anger, even in his frustration and all these heightened crazy emotions yeah. he still stayed in tune and talked to God and then we see the same thing with Job as his world is crumbling around him, I think outside of Jesus to me, Job is a really great picture of handling emotions well and he just we talk about here at Friendship Church pressing in and not pulling away Job pressed into his feelings and his emotions he didn't let them control him and control his heart his heart stayed submitted to God and but he was not afraid to bring what he was feeling and his emotions to God and allow God to speak to them correct them um, adjust them so that he could move forward Um, and then ultimately we got to Jesus. Yeah, I and
1: mean, then you made a good point about, you know, Jesus feeling compassion and drawn towards people to, mm-hmm. to help them.
0: Yeah, yeah, Jesus, um, we, you read in the scripture that when Jesus, it says Jesus was moved with compassion when he saw people, um, and that's a feeling, like being moved to compassion is, with compassion is a feeling, we feel compassion yeah. towards people, and scripture says Jesus was moved with compassion, so he had emotions and he had feelings, and that compassion drove him to do what he was called to do and yeah. to heal people on the like we see um Jesus experience another set of emotions whenever he goes to the wilderness and he fasts for 40 days mm-hmm. and 40 nights and he is weak and he is tired and there this is a really interesting point to me is that there when Jesus was weak and tired and his emotions were probably super high how many of you know that when you're tired I get hangry when you're tired and you're hungry like, my emotions are all over this. Like, I will snap at you <laughs> so fast. Friend and Amanda are laughing because I probably yelled at both of them when I was hangry. So I can't imagine Jesus not feeling a little bit hungry and angry. Like, his emotions were probably super heightened when he finished that 40-day fast and the angels came to feed him. But this is what's so interesting is the enemy preyed on his, like, on a vulnerable moment with Jesus yeah. and so when our emotions and our situations are super heightened and mm-hmm. vulnerable that's when the enemy prays. since so we have to be yeah. so cautious to um, to really be tuned into the Holy Spirit right. there or we will fall for what the enemy's trying to say to us um, Just, say to us in that emotion yeah, like, and your emotions it, mm,
1: like take over take over yeah. yeah
0: and he'll bait he'll like kind of try to bait those things and that's what he did with Jesus and so we have to be cautious and really yeah. push into the Holy Spirit and then we see Jesus um, as he heads into the Garden of Gethsemane, um, as he's submitting himself to the full will and purpose of what God sent him to do. And you see, you know, there's just you know, as you read the the Gospels, you read of Jesus sitting in the garden and he is weeping. He's sweating blood, so you know the turmoil and distress of the emotions he was facing. I mean, there is an actual physical, there is an actual medical term for what he experienced um experience there yeah. and he experiences the most emotions one could in that moment right. of deciding like he praises for you know ta- if you could take this like, pass if this cup could pass then let it if not not my will but your will god yeah. and um i don't want to cry but you see this ultimate emotion come up like the most emotions anyone could ever deal with happen in the garden of gethsemane and that's when god jesus really presses them like i mean if you can take this do it but if not yeah. i will do what you call me to. and we have to be able to honor 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 that in our yeah. own way and god's going to call us to do some things that are very uncomfortable where our feelings and our emotions tell us this is not right that this you shouldn't like this is not what I'm seeing doesn't look like it should work mm-hmm. but by faith I'm going to do what God's asked me to do even when I don't right. feel feel like it right. and um, and so you know I think that what's really important with our emotions and one of the things that's really important in, uh, with our emotions and our feelings and we see this with Jesus so it gives you permission if you need permission to do this is to not be hesitant about bringing your emotions and your feelings to God. Jesus yeah. did that. He brought them to his father and he wasn't afraid to do it he wasn't scared to do it god is big enough to handle your emotions and your feelings he's not scared of them he's not scared of your questions he wants you to bring them to him so that he yeah. it's when we surrender that that's when we're putting our full trust in him that's right yeah and so those were sort of the you know the biblical like you know we could go through all the people oh, like sure. when peter got so emotional over them trying to take jesus he cut somebody's ear off and i've thought about what a what did, um, oh my gosh, Joseph feel when he saw his brothers for the first time yeah. after they had betrayed him? Like, there's all sorts of feelings and emotions in the Bible, and yeah, or
1: like even you know Joseph when you know he found out uh, about Mary. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. there's just we can go through again, yeah, that's all, a, yeah. all kinds of Bible stories. I mean, emotions from like being heartbroken to being angry to, to anxious and anxiety, mm-hmm. and you know we. Uh, The whole gamut of emotions you know are are present in the scripture i think what morgan said is important is that we have to know that it's okay to bring them to god because Mm -hmm. you know god created those emotions he didn't Mm -hmm. create those emotions to rule over us Mm -hmm. but he created those emotions to help us you know walk through and deal with life yeah you know so it's it's okay first of all to have emotions um, and to express those emotions but you know most importantly when we have those you know take them to God first and you know make sure that we're living the way that we're supposed to live
0: and I think that um, just sort of a little discipleship tip as I, I kind of mentioned earlier as you're reading the Bible or you're talking about you're thinking about a specific subject matter you know the Bible touches everything we ever deal with but sometimes it doesn't give a complete definition of emotions this is what you should do and how you should react but when you just like we were talking about we searched through the bible finding people that dealt with emotions and what kind of emotions you just ask those questions so as you read your bible whatever it is that you're dealing with like find characters in the bible that dealt with that because the bible might not say you know give a direct definition sometimes psalms and proverbs gives lots of lots of definitions but find people who experience what you're experiencing and translate that to modern day. And and God helps give you answers through the the scripture. Um, But we always like to give practical tips. And so we have two practical tips for you today of how to deal with your feelings and your emotions in a healthy manner, because we are spiritual beings living in a very physical world. And so we have to know how to handle our spiritual things um, so that we can be normal human beings and glorify God through, through this life. And so the first one is, we've mentioned this throughout, as our talk as we've been talking, but the first thing is you have to identify your emotions. If yeah. you cannot identify what you are feeling, it will always control you. Mm-hmm. And so one, we want to encourage you to learn how to identify what you're feeling. And sometimes as adults, if we haven't been trained to do that, it can be difficult to yeah. do. So we encourage you to find a pastor or find an accountability partner or a friend um, or go see a counselor or yeah. um, a Christian psychologist, someone that helps you identify what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad can do that for me. My parents can do that for me. And I have a very good friend. She will say, It really sounds like you might be feeling this. And um, while you're acting like you're mad, but you, it sounds like yeah. you're actually feeling this. And so it's helpful to have a friend that can help you identify things. And the more you identify them, it's like plants, you know, yeah. the more you study plants. The more you can identify flowers and different types of things so the more you work on identifying your emotions the quicker you get at it and then the less struggle you have with them controlling yeah. controlling you
1: yeah and, and again it's important to identify because i think the the farther that we walk through life like the more that we deal with with one issue or one thing is, is really grief mm-hmm. yeah because I, I believe that grief kind of can present itself in, in many different feelings and yeah, many good. different emotions Um, and so you know we kind of had this conversation as well um, you know but being able to identify if you're grieving over something um, and you know how it's being presented in these different feelings and different emotions and and walk through that as well but uh, again it's very important to be able to identify what you're dealing with
0: yeah yeah that's so good and the second thing we encourage you to do is to know know what scripture says know what scripture says about you about. About your marriage about your kids like no you have to know what scripture says so I'm gonna give an example between Brad and I I know that Brad loves me but even if I he I didn't see him for four days and he couldn't give me a hug and tell me he loves me or give me a kiss and express his love to me I don't all of a sudden feel like I might not feel his love right there because he's not there to give it to me but I know that he loves me because of things that he's done for me. So you have to know what God says about you. You have to know what God's done for you. You have to know his goodness. You have to know his faithfulness. You have to really have this bedrock of truth so that as you go through life and you start to experience ups and downs and good seasons and bad seasons and mountains and valleys, you have to know what he says because what he says will sustain you through the feelings that we may feel whether they're right or wrong and so um i think that you have to have to know what he says because he sent jesus to die on the cross so that's how much he loves you so if you're struggling with does god really love me yeah yes he does he sent his son to die on the cross for you so you have to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he he sent his son he died on the cross for you yes he loves you because nobody else would really send their son to die for No, no one else would do that and does god see me does he hear me yes he showed hagar that he sees her and he hears her. like he sees you he hears you so and if you are struggling with this like ask god to give you a dream a vision to have someone can speak to you ask him to show you a specific verse to speak truth into what it is that you're struggling with and so we are encouraging you today to identify your emotions your feelings and know what god really says about them and about you so that As you experience all kinds of emotions, and our emotions are like roller coasters all over Mm the place, and our heart is deceitful, that as you experience this, you can still have a baseline of love and truth flowing through you through his word. And so, um, you know, don't let your emotions fool you. Don't let your emotions trick you into thinking lies, because then we praise there. But know what Christ says about you, because we need each one of us living the way Christ has called us to live um, because time is coming short. It's coming to an end and we need to, you know, reap the harvest and we can't reap a harvest if we're an emotional basket case all the time.
1: That's right. (laughs)
0: Sorry. I agree. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we are so glad that you joined us for this FC Studios as we talked about feelings. Yeah,
1: thanks for helping us talk about our feelings Our feelings,
0: all the feels. Um, We love you guys, we're so glad you joined us and we will um, see you next
1: week. Yep, next Monday. Hey, I'm Pastor Brad. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of FC Studio. You can find us online at fcfrisco.org or Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're located in Frisco, Texas and have services on Sunday at 9.30 and 11 a.m. And you can join us for our Wednesday experience at 6.30 p.m. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode.